Welcome to the Girl Fire Your Boss podcast, the number one destination for savvy career women who want to ditch the corporate ladder and have a successful transition from employee to entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jasmine Swazo. I created the Girl Fire Your Boss community for women like you and I, women who are tired of pay inequality, glass ceilings, feeling burnt out, having to request time off to take care of your family, and building someone else's legacy. Join me each week as we uncover the skills, systems, and strategies needed to fire your boss and build the business of your dreams. Let's get started. Happy New Year! Oh my God, girlfriends, we made it to 2022. Welcome to the very first episode of Girl Fire Your Boss podcast, the savvy career woman's perfect blend of happy hour meets Forbes meets Essence magazine. I'm your host, Jasmine, and I'll be giving you the inside scoop on how you can go from employee to entrepreneur and really start living the life of your dreams. Now, I have to put a disclaimer out there, okay? We are not here for motivational purposes only. If you know me, you know I have this saying, take the meat, leave the bone. Every episode will teach you actionable steps to ditch the corporate ladder and really learn how to create, sustain, and grow a profitable business. In this episode, I wanted to begin with sharing my story on why I fired my boss. So let's start from the beginning. In 2018, I quit a six-figure dream career as the director of communications for one of Chicago's largest nonprofits. It sounds absolutely insane, right? You can be honest, tell me. (laughs) It's so crazy because I grew up in Chicago and, and I can still remember my cousins and I would play this game where we would sit on like this stoop outside of my grandmother's house and cars would drive by and we would say, you know, that's my car, that's my car, that's my home, or I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a teacher, and so on and so forth. We would dream together, right? And like millions of women, I did everything society and my parents, okay, because your parents can guilt trip you. My parents told me to do, including getting good grades having numerous notable internships. I even spent some time working on Capitol Hill, graduating from college with a master's degree and working my way up the corporate ladder, right? Until one day when I had a panic attack in my office after realizing that it was 9 p.m. and I still had five additional hours of work to complete before the next day. I'd had enough, okay? It was as if the years of missing out on my daughter's track meets, not being able to prepare dinner for my family, or even just spend quality time with my family, missing important milestones and vacations with friends, it all hit me like a ton of bricks at once. And I can recall sitting in my office saying to myself, who have you become? What happened to the girl who used to dream, what happened to the girl whose eyes used to light up thinking that she could change the world? Did you really 
go to school all those years to build someone else's dream while you allowed your own dreams to endure a slow death? Are you tired of being the only woman, the only millennial, the only person of color in every room? Translation, Jasmine, you have reached the top of the ladder, boo. It's time that you take a serious look at the life that you're living and ask yourself, is this your dream career or is this someone else's dream career? It was like someone slapped some sense into me and I was instantly reminded that I have the power to create my life. And it's my responsibility to build my legacy, not my parents, you know, not society's responsibility. No one was going to do it. I had to go out and do it. And so that night really gave me the push that I needed to start my own business. It gave me the confidence to say enough is enough. I went headfirst into an industry that I had zero experience in, but I knew two things. And I want you to listen up, girlfriends, because here's where I want you to really jot this down. The first thing that I knew is that I needed to be in a recession-proof industry. I wanted to build a business in an industry where my business would always be in demand. And I'm so happy that I did. I launched my business in 2018. And so the pandemic hadn't happened yet, right? And so I think about what could have possibly happened to that dream career if I would have never taken that leap of faith. Sometimes we think that we have all the time in the world, but that's just the enemy's distraction because we're really wasting time. None of us know how much time we have here. And so I did my research, I did my market research, and I wanted to know what were the top recession-proof industries. And out of that list of industries, which industry did I feel mostly aligned to? You know, what industry really uh, pulled at my purpose? What industry would allow me to make an impact, but also make a significant income? Now, that was my checklist. Your checklist may be different, but I knew that if an apocalypse happened, and guess what? One year after I started my business, an apocalypse happened. <laughs> I wanted to be in a position where if my clients had to make had to make the decision of, you know, do I pay the insurance on my cell phone or do I pay the my life insurance, the insurance on my life? I wanted to be in a position where my business would not be impacted negatively uh, due to a recession. And so that's the first thing I would tell everybody. Even though I didn't, I had zero experience, I knew that if I was in a recession-proof industry, I could figure things out. The second thing is I knew I wanted to be a business owner. It sounds so simple, right? But not every person who wants to transition from employee to entrepreneur actually wants to build a business. You can be self-employed, right? And self-employed people do what? They trade time for income. If you've ever read Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you then know the four income quadrants, employee, self-employed, business owner, and ultimately investor. Well, I knew that I didn't want to trade time for income. I was well aware that wealthy people are paid based on how they think. Lower income people are paid based on what they do. And so I wanted to build a business by creating a system, right, that was ongoing, a system that could operate efficiently and effectively without me being directly involved, that was not predicated on my direct involvement or my time, right? 
And so I wanted to build a business that I could grow and scale nationwide. And it's exactly what I did. It's so funny, ladies, because like I spent all of those years really buying into, you know, I was a first generation college graduate. So I don't know how many of our listeners are. If you are, certainly let me know. I was a first generation college graduate. Neither one of my parents graduated from college. You know, for them, that was a huge accomplishment for them to be able to say that they sent their daughter to school, not just any school. Okay. I'm a proud alumni of Howard University. Shout out to the Mecca. Had to do that. But, um, I knew that that was important for my parents to be able to say that they accomplished that. But I remember when it hit me like a ton of bricks that night in my office, having that dream career, that dream salary and externally from the outside looking in, I was living the American dream. I was 31, six figures, homeowner. At the time I drove a pretty nice car. And I just remember thinking, this isn't my life. I don't feel fulfilled. I actually have a ball in the pit of my stomach every Sunday night because I know Monday morning is coming around. I don't want to be here. Right? It's like watching a bad horror movie and you're like, yeah, I run, right? Like, I don't, how do I get out of here? And I just remember not wanting to go against the grain and, you know, the fear of uncertainty. Can I be successful? What if I fail? And then you start looking up all of these stats on how many new entrepreneurs fail and how many business, small businesses fail within their first three years. And, you, you know, fear starts to creep in. And I'm so happy that I decided to look fear in the face and kick its you know what, because what took me 10 years to accomplish as an employee took only 10 months to achieve as an entrepreneur. Today, I've grown my business to over 400 licensed agents across the country with offices in Chicago, Las Vegas, Dallas, and New Orleans, and we're just getting started. But I'll tell you this, as a business owner, I'm mostly proud of the ability to duplicate our system and help hundreds of other women become full-time entrepreneurs, okay? So I created Girl, Fire Your Boss for women like you and I. Women who want to bet on themselves and live a life of uncapped potential and income. I'm so excited for what we have in store for our Girl Fire Your Boss community this year. Um, Each week, we're going to take a deep dive into topics like the pursuit of purpose, degrees versus goals. That is going to be a good one. Systems for success, the legal structure, right? Marketing, business operations. We're going to talk about all things success. You're also going to get a chance to hear from guests who will share their story and provide insight on how you too can build the business of your dreams in the same industry. So I want to have, you know, leading business owners, experts within certain career industries who are really breaking down their systems and their strategies for success. Now, girlfriends, listen, okay, let's be honest. Where else can you go where women are sharing all of their secrets for free? (laughs) I hand selected these guests because I know they will provide you with the answers you're looking for when it comes to developing a comprehensive plan to make that leap from employee to entrepreneur. So let me ask you a question. Did you know that 48% of women entrepreneurs say that they lack mentors? Astonishing. 
The reason why this topic is so important to me is because over the next two years, 50% of women are expected to leave corporate America for entrepreneurship. That's one out of two women are expected to leave. And let me tell you, that's not as easy as most people think it is to leave behind a steady paycheck, dental, vision, and health benefits, not to mention a promised retirement plan. I can recall how I desperately craved a community and a platform that went beyond inspiration and motivation. What I needed was systems. I needed strategies. I needed real solutions to have a successful transition. We want women to build profitable businesses, which is why Girl, Fire Your Boss is pioneering the great resignation for women like you. Yes, you heard it first, okay? There is no other podcast that will be providing a one-year plan to teach you how to go from employee to entrepreneur. We are here to show you how to fire your boss effectively and provide you with a perspective that's rarely shared through candid conversations. We're going to laugh together, cry, learn, and more importantly, grow together. If you've ever wanted a sisterhood that cost you absolutely nothing but one hour out of your week, then look no further. We have some amazing treats in store for our listeners this year, okay? So if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to know when new episodes drop. You don't want to miss out. We have some gems, okay, in store and some, some massive surprises. I'm really looking forward to sharing everything I know about how to fire your boss and make that transition from employee to entrepreneur. But can I, can I tell you guys a secret? I'm really looking forward to building this community with you. I'm looking forward to hearing your stories. I'm looking forward to becoming social media friends with you. I'm looking forward to celebrating your successes with you and and recognizing your wins. I'm looking forward to giving you everything that you need to fire your boss this year. But ultimately, let's make this be a year of recreation. Can we make that commitment to one another Like, I'm looking forward to meeting the new you. Does that not fire you up? Because somewhere inside of you is that little girl who used to sit on the curb in front of her grandmother's house and say, that's my dream car, that's my dream home, and this is my dream title. And no one gets to hold the pen to my story but me. So join us this year for a life-changing, transformative conversations. I'm so honored and grateful to have you a part of the Girl Fire Your Boss community. I'm wishing all of you nothing but blessings for a prosperous 2022. I can't wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Girl, Fire Your Boss podcast. If you want to dive deeper into strategy for this week and all prior episodes, you can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Girl, Fire Your Boss. As always, subscribe to our show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, fun, and valuable content. See you next week.